This week's episode of Sleeping with the Elephant is brought to you by the recent uptick of clowns. And not just the one running for president. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. It's October 15th, 2016, and welcome to episode 106 of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. This is the show where Americans and Canadians come together to try and understand just what the hell is happening across each other's borders. Now, this week, I did promise we would have an American on, and it's the American, Paul Swickard. Hello, Whoa. Paul. Whoa. The American. Well, the, I guess that's true. The proverbial American who was, you know, you may remember him from such feats as the first hundred episodes of Sleeping with the Elephant or his new project, An Hour of Sleep on YouTube. I know. Uh, and we haven't had you on to talk about that. You've been you've been pimping the, the Minecraft and, and all that fun business on YouTube. And man, you got to come on. You got to do the you got to do the tourism train. What's know, going on? Right. I know. It's I, I I suppose I'm bad at publicity. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first I, thing I you need a, to be good at when you launch a I, YouTube channel. What are you doing? I have, I have people for that. I don't know. Man. Oh, you do? <laughs> well, not uh, sort of. Not really. <laughs> I guess I am the people. Oh, there, you're your own people. So, like, why, before we get started, why don't you uh-huh. let everybody know what, what an hour of sleep is and, and so, why it's been keeping you so busy? Yeah, hour of sleep. It's our, uh, you know, we didn't think there was enough gaming YouTube channels, so we decided sure. to make a gaming YouTube channel. And this is a group of myself and five other friends generally. And it started off as pure just doing crazy crap in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And it has since evolved into what we are lovingly calling Phase 2 into a bunch of, like, we definitely have Minecraft stuff. In fact, that's what I was working on before I came here. And we are we are going moving on to other games, mostly so far just indie games, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a, it's been a wonderful time. Uh, it's just a it's a lot of work. I don't know if anybody knows this, but it's it it's a lot more work than I originally thought it would be. <laughs> That's uh, usually how YouTube like video when you expand from audio, like uh, Sleeping with the Elephant has and probably always will be an audio only podcast but i know with the gamers in when we went to video it's like oh it'll be easy we just stream it and then we just export it to youtube but then if you want to diversify yourself from other such podcasts adding layers of say video and and multimedia it starts to get pretty hairy uh but uh yeah no video is a is an interesting an interesting beast and and kind of throwing your time in behind it i can totally understand why it's been uh, taking up a lot of your time. I see indie games. You played Reigns, fantastic game. That game's awesome. They had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I personally recommend if you're looking for a good time. I like Where's My Hammer, and uh, I also enjoy the aftermath. Uh, the aftermath, and like, yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Cool. Well, where can people check that out? We'll give you a chance to plug it at the end, but I want to know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's what's the easy hour- place to find it? It's uh, YouTube slash an hour of sleep. Okay, so you can Okay, cool. All right. Well, yeah. check that out everybody, but you know, this is that's that's if part of the reason. If you think I'm even a little bit funny, I'm the people I'm with are actually quite a bit more funny than I am. 
Oh, well, that's so there you, there you go. That's how I have excelled at podcasting. I surround myself with funny people. It's kind of the best way to do it. It's why we started the show. I need to I need to bring Paul in and start something. Uh, but yeah, let's without further ado, let's get to the stories like the good old days. We're going to talk about uh, crazy people starting off with Trump. I, I mean, you're you're the American. So you kind of know what's up here because I do. Uh, well, I, I I lay total blame on on your feet, right? Uh huh. So uh-huh. how does it work? Um, I, how does Donald Trump work? No, I was going to say the debates. <laughs> I watch. I don't. I know nobody knows how Trump works. Not even his own children do. But uh, I watched both of the debates, not by choice, but more because people are talking about this. I'm going to bo- load it up. It can't be that interesting. And then you just find yourself getting sucked into two people like slapping each other for an hour and a half uh and then in the second debate they they decided to add um random strangers showing up and asking questions that were like super softballs in comparison to what what the moderators were asking but uh so did you watch the debates or are you smarter than me and kind of like okay no of course i i well i i guess i should i guess i should say the, I watched the first debate. The second debate, I uh, just saw basically I saw a bunch of highlights and things. Um, from what I understand, the second debate wasn't missing much. Mm. But yeah, yeah. And nobody, nobody cares about the vice presidential debate. That happened too. Oh, and right. Did anything funny happen? The most boring happen? people on the planet talking to each other. And it just is like, <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad because I, I definitely get the impression that neither one of them really want to be there. <laughs> and neither one of them are like i don't think either one of them are true believers yeah they're just kind of they were picked and they're like okay well this will be good for my career so yeah sure let's do it i don't know i That's feel all. like being trump's vice president is kind of career suicide but then well it is now right so it, it's great if you win or it's great if it's like even close right it, yeah. it's but i mean now like you you have to be careful who you attach yourself with. That is for sure. Yeah. So I didn't watch the vice president debates, but with the second debate, the interesting nobody point that did. okay, nobody did. Perfect. So I'm not alone, or I am. I'm not alone. Uh, so with the second debate, there was this interesting sort of drama happening alongside it, where Trump threw his vice president under the bus uh, live. When asked a question like that contradicted their opinions on, I think it was uh, Syrian or Re- the Russian president. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but anyways, it, there was a lot of like, oh, my God. And then they think that uh, the vice president is Pence. Like Pence was going to like withdraw his name from the ticket. But that never happened. So I don't I mean, I've never maybe that's happened before in the past. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's in a position. Uh, that would be big news if he did. Like that would be huge. It, oh, it would be huge. It'd be huge. Uh, but I, I feel like maybe that was a lot of people's wishful thinking. They're like they're really hoping for a torpedo big enough to take Trump down without getting to an actual election. I think that's what people are really hoping for. It's gotten this far that they're just like, okay, we need some sort we're, of Godzilla moment to take this thing out. We're like three weeks away. I know. Like, less than less than that. There's no. There is no second choice. Like that's it. You're. It, you're. He's gonna be on the ticket, mm-hmm. regardless. And that's who they backed. That's who the Republican Party has backed. 
So whether and nobody. okay, that's the thing. Nobody likes Trump. Nobody Mm. in the Republican Party likes Trump. Nobody, nobody in politics likes Trump. They just kind of put up with him. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. And right now they don't have a better choice. So that's what they're doing. Yeah, I I think that's you're right. And yeah, there he's not gonna be off the ticket. For sure. Like he's here to stay. And one thing he said in the the next three weeks, but I, I mean, the way the polls are going and the way this is going down, I I don't think he has, I think like after this, he's not going to keep going in politics. I think this, like, honestly, I think this just started as a publicity stunt. Yeah. In fact, I'm almost certain it is like, he may have even gone record as saying that. (laughs) It's hard to say. It's hard to say what he's kept, what what is being kept track of with this guy and what hasn't. He says a lot of stuff and he holds a lot of rallies. Like I think, yeah. I don't know whether they're just focusing on his rallies or he's just hosting more rallies than Hillary is. But it seems every day there's some news or some video clip of him saying something stupid at one of his rallies. I think that's a, actually a majority of the stories we have this this week where it's like. Trump dismantles a teleprompter live at a at a rally, you know, and goes on from there. And sure, I don't know. I I think a you're right. Of, uh, well, this this election has been dominated by what Trump has or has not said. Hmm. Like it, it, it just it, he dominates the news cycle, whether you like it or not. I and I'm, I I reached the point a while ago where I was just kind of done with it mm-hmm. because like I nothing that that guy has said has changed my mind as to whether or not I think he's a good candidate. <laughs> like, I, and I can't imagine, I like, yeah, he, I can't imagine him actually saying anything that would change my mind at this point. Well, he keeps repeating himself too, which is interesting. It just, uh, he's repeating the same thing over and over again, but sure. Um, sure. one thing he said at, uh, during the second debate that got a lot of Canadians, to raise their eyebrows was the fact that he called uh, Canada's healthcare system slow and catastrophic, and when Canadians need a big operation, they come into the United States, which I saw prompted yeah. a, a good flurry of Twitter storm uh, w- with Canadians kind of talking about you know the pros and cons of the healthcare system. No healthcare system is perfect, especially one that tries to provide healthcare to all citizens at no cost. Um, there's bound to be hiccups. But I think the positivity of our healthcare system outweighs sort of the negative points. Like, yes, you do have to wait. There are sometimes waiting periods between getting to see a specialist um, that can be up to nine weeks. Uh, We have an article here from CTV News talking about actual numbers of Canadians going across the border for surgeries because the wait time is is too long. And these these are usually non-emergency medical treatment. And the number was uh, just about 50K. Yeah, 45, 45k people going across the border for non people in Canada. Uh, millions. I think it's eighteen million. I think eighteen million. That's it. Well, it's just, let me let me look let me look it up. I should know this. <laughs> uh, it, it's it feels like this if we don't if we don't know the actual number. There's like eighteen million people in LA right now. Okay, there's thirty five point sixteen million as of uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, which uh, I. I mean, I can't imagine that that's a good... Let, let me tell you something, man. Like, regardless of what you think of, you know, the United States healthcare system versus Canada's, mm-hmm. if you are... If you're there and you need to see us... If you're in Canada and you need to see a specialist, 
and you've opted for whatever reason to come to the United States in order to do that, I really pray that you have insurance because if you don't, you might be able to get to see somebody sooner, but you will pay, uh, especially if it's a specialist, in the thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars. Oh well, you wouldn't you wouldn't have insurance that covers you. Like for example, uh, that's the thing. You wouldn't have insurance. You'd have to pay out of pocket. And usually, these are Canadians that have the money to pay for the operation by going and skipping the line in the states. But a lot of these numbers could be affected by uh, senior citizens that are in Florida uh, for the uh, for the winter. Uh, my my young son is is now reminding me that uh, that he is still here. But uh, it's. It's interesting because these numbers might not represent every Canadian just being upset and going across the border. Like I, for one, know that uh, uh, I, I like our healthcare system. I probably wouldn't go to the states because I wouldn't be able to afford it. You know, and I, I mean, man, you, even even as something as simple as a broken limb, hmm. you're looking at, at you're looking at a thousands of dollar bill. Yeah, like it, it's horrible. Like, you just can't you can't do it. You, like no, and what the worst part of it is is the the most people this affects are the people who can least afford it so yeah. all the people who don't have health insurance don't have health insurance because they can't afford that and there's no there's no freaking chance that they'd be able to afford a medical bill like it's just it, it frustrates me to no end because it feels like that it feels like there's no solution for mm-hmm. people in certain demographics and that's and that sucks and nobody seems to – and people who are advocates of – we'll call it non-government-controlled health care, even though I don't think that's quite right, don't seem to really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's odd. It's really weird, and I agree. Like when I see, see people who I respect that are Americans kind of call out you know, Obamacare and say like, oh, it's just – it costs more money for people. I'm like, uh, from what I understand, like it's supposed to be good. So, and and you're right. It's usually the people who can afford the healthcare or don't need it that throw it under the bus and say like, we don't need this. It's like, okay, when you say we, you really mean you, you, and you yeah. don't mean the thousands of millions of people who actually do need it. Um, and it's just wild. I, I don't know. Like, I I think. A lot of people like to speak for their country as a whole, and I think that's what gets sure. into this like this big conflict. And when Trump says to his supporters that Canadians hate their health plans, his supporters I mean, are going to believe him. Whatever, man. Like that. This he talks like he knows all this stuff, mm-hmm. and in reality, he's just going with what he feels. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. said as much. So whatever he can, I I don't get it. Like you say whatever you want. I just don't believe him. Well, that's the <laughs> so issue. Crazy. Right? I, I don't. Be- I don't believe a word the man says. Yeah, but a, a majority of the country does. That's the issue, <laughs> or at least a very vocal minority does. I guess is, um, is the best way. To well, it. it depends on who you ask, but yes, there are plenty of people that agree with him. Yeah. Well, um, another thing that popped up in the news was the locker room talk. The oh yeah, of course, locker room talk. Ryan, how many times have you bragged about sexually assaulting a woman? Uh, well, well, let's start. Well, let's start from the beginning. How many sexually? How many women have you sexually assaulted? <laughs> None. <laughs> okay. Now, how many times have you decided to brag about how many women you've sexually assaulted? None. Never. See, you're not any fun. I know I'm not I any fun. For, <laughs> I, for one, have sexually assaulted many a woman. Oh. I mean, 
that's that's not true. That's not true. See, I, and this is the thing. When he says locker room talk, and, and I know a lot of people have weighed in on this, but this this news story kind of came across to me. And it's like, how can we talk about this and have some fun? And what better way to have fun than uh, having uh, Tom Hanks explain why? Oh, the Hanks. I yeah. love that guy. We, we had an interview with him uh, on set for his new film, Inferno, that he has coming out. And, and he was happy so, enough to answer some questions. Up. He is actually just as nice of a guy as everybody thinks. So He's super just- nice. He signs everything just Hanks yeah. with an X. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Oh, oh. yeah, because he signed uh, both of our boobs. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> not you hear about the election that we're having? Did you hear about yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's very crazy. Oh, dear. Oh, no. No, that's not. He was at work, man. He wasn't in a locker room. He was at work. Oh, well, yeah, he, he was in the bus. He was showing up to do a thing on camera. That's, that's. Uh, look, a lot of people, look. I'm offended as a man. <laughs> I'm not offended as a husband or a father. I'm offended as a guy. I that's just not right. I'm sorry. It's not right at work. It's not right in the locker room. It's wrong. Period. The end. Okay. That's all. All right. Politics has been a circus. I think since um, oh, we're getting a little more here. Since John Adams ran for the second president of the United States, it's oh, yeah. a it's a Donnybrook and it's a fistfight. But it does come down John to some Adams. pretty basic questions of. What is where, where are you going to place your faith uh, you know, as far as the future of the country goes? So, I, like, I wonder, it's interesting. I, I, at least we know what Tom Hanks thinks about the locker room conversation. But how does he feel about Inferno, the third movie where he's played this guy with a mullet? The, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a great question. He didn't answer that one. He only answered the politics one, which I guess <laughs> makes sense. I'm one of those press junkets, dude. You are asked the same questions over and over and over for every media outlet that exists. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'd imagine that when somebody throws them a curveball, they are just, they're probably taken aback and they will just, they will talk to their heart's content. No, that's why we, that's why I probably kept going with the whole John Adams, Second Amendment, oh. Second President thing. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Well, uh, yeah, I think he puts it the best when it comes to this whole locker room talk thing and uh i'm sure there are more worse videos out there of trump saying more worse things and uh it's going to be interesting over the next three weeks and i know he's he's yeah the the evidence is out there but yeah in terms of a disastrous week it continues with the fact that he's not only tweeted about it but he's done it publicly in in uh at rallies where he said he has he has taken the shackles off uh, and he does this by physically he, he he tweets about it and he doesn't really explain what it means. But then at a rally, he physically takes apart a teleprompter, uh, which I don't would, know what that means. Well, the, he just took apart a teleprompter for funsies. He's he, he basically said, like, you know, the teleprompter has been broken for 20 minutes. So I uh, I'm just going to go take this apart. And he walks off camera and uh, takes the text basically trashes the teleprompter is what he does. But. So this really is turning into a, a like a wrestling thing. Yeah, like, like, which is great because he, for fun. Yeah, which is great because he was actually on. Well, he was on WWE, and and that happened. There's clips yeah. of it out there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really it's really unfortunate to see uh, this sort of thing happening. Like, I mean, at least when he was on like a teleprompter it's and thing, huh? Which sort of thing? I don't know. Teleprompters are people too, Paul. You know, t- <laughs> Whatever, man. Like, 
Okay. Yep. Yeah, whatever. He's taken the shackles off. Does that not scare you? Like, what was the shackles on? Like, is that what we were getting? And we are we going to get something different now? Is that what's happening? What are you talking about right now? His shackles. He took his shackles off. What shackles? Off. <laughs> exactly. He said he took the shackles off. Did you not read that? I, I think I put the wrong link in here. There's a there's a link where he tweeted that the shackles are off. It was after the second debate. And I don't know what that the means. The shackles. So he was caged. That's evidently, he was he was being curbed to say specific things. Evidently. I don't know. Okay. Let me tell you something. Okay. Real quick. The moment that guy actually started acting like a presidential candidate, his numbers started going up. When was that? That was like right before the first uh, the first debate. Oh, interesting. And in and then he the first debate happened, and he decided to double down on the fact that he mocked the Miss Universe uh, the Miss Universe contestant. Like he didn't apologize. Like the moment he actually started like doing, you know, watching what he says. He actually started doing a bit better. But yeah, that's not the world we live in. <laughs> and ever since then, that guy, he cannot let things go. No. He, he just has to keep going after this stuff. Like if he just let it be, everything like there would not be nearly as talked about as it, as it has been. And it just – he – like that's my point, right? Like he didn't say, I'm sorry – for a like that's the other part of this that bothers me is that you know not only is he like people are mad because he's bragging that he sexually assaulted a woman let's not forget the fact that having done that he is admitting that he actually sexually assaulted a woman <laughs> there is sexually assaulting a woman and there is bragging about it yeah <laughs> those are two different things and he's done both yeah and and you know certainly bragging about it implies like you said that he did it and it's right it, so, which is gross to begin with and I don't know. Doubling down on that, it, it's well, you're right. It seems to be he his... didn't apologize for it, right? He is he is passing this off as not a big deal, and he keeps hammering that in while everyone in the world is telling him no, this is a big deal. But he didn't. He just doesn't. I he just doesn't believe that. He doesn't care. I just so you know whatever. I, I he can't. He, that's the part of this that really scares me is that mm-hmm. I, I don't I legit I never thought the guy would actually be a president. Uh, I still think so. He's not. He's. I don't think he has a chance in hell anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that guy, he has such a he has such a temper and a knack for like just going after people who insults him. And I'm like, if you're the president, I don't think you have that luxury. No, you can't you can't. You, you can't fly off the handle every single time somebody calls you a name. Well, the, the other thing, too, is the people he's going after, and this is this is not me trying to be mean or anything, but the people he's going after are, he's doubling down on people that uh, like they don't, they don't need that, like he doesn't need to be giving them attention. Like, he needs to apologize and move on, but you're right, he's doubling down, he's making these people... Uh, well, he's passing it off is not a big deal. That as well, yeah. But by doing so, also advertising the fact that he did it, and you just you wonder. He was so good at sort of just he wasn't so good. I shouldn't say that. He was good at kind of like 
ignoring certain things like back in the day he'd be just like oh, I just, you know doesn't know what she's talking about doesn't know he, he doesn't know what he's talking about and he would move on but now he's just come he's like leaning into it you yeah. know and i think i don't understand <laughs> i i really don't understand that uh approach uh you know it, it kind of reinforces the fact that this is a very stupid person and <laughs> You see in the debates, like, the debates sort of reinforce his behavior as, like, very an agitated person. So every time something would be said, that Hillary would say something, they'd cut to him, and it'd be him, like, wincing in pain as he tries not to speak up or interrupt her. And then there would be instances where she would say something that would call his character into question so badly that he would need to interrupt. And his way of interrupting would be, like, me and my brother fighting when we were 12. You know, nope, nope what nope like just words to try and like throw her off it's just it's so weird to see two presidential candidates fighting like i did with my brother except you know with more vulgar and interesting examples of activities that should not be repeated like those debates are used they even said at the beginning like these debates are homework for some kids you know, people who can't even aren't even old enough to vote yet watch these debates as homework, and uh, I could not imagine, how, like, if if my kid came home and said I have to watch the debate, it'd be like hell no, I'll give you the cliff notes. Yeah, <laughs> after. I was I, I ran like people joke about that. People have said that a lot, mm-hmm. and I those recent you know this recent him like the actual tape of him speaking about this is so funny because. I was actually listening, like Ethan's three and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts to, he can comprehend a lot of this stuff. So I, it, it, well, I started listening to this, this is this politics show and immediately it started like actually played the clip of him talking and I'm like, and I just it's like, nope, nope. Okay. We can't, we should not listen to that. That's not going to happen anymore. Sorry. Yeah. It, it's, it's really unfortunate that, something that happens every four years that should be watched and paid attention to by every American has sort of like segmented a good group of people um, from being able to watch it because they're talking about such disgusting things. And even Trump, I don't understand the logic, but Trump trying to like pull Bill into all of this. It's like, yeah, Bill did some bad things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it goes to what you were saying earlier. It, it that like him saying like they're literally arguing over which sexual in sexual thing was worse yeah so but guess what donald that still paints you as someone who sexually assaults women yeah <laughs> uh, it, it makes no sense and honestly this show has been like we when we when trump first announced his presidency it was interesting it was like oh here's our anthony weiner for the next six months this is going to be great it was it was funny and it was interesting to cover him each week we'd have the trump story of the week but now it's less funny and more like reality which is which is worse and uh we've tried to like when i've had guests on uh i've tried to like curb the amount of trump stories but it's been tough. Like this week I went to find some stories for us to talk about. Majority is Trump related because 
you're right. He's dominating the news. He's dominating media because he just cannot keep his mouth shut because he's running for president. In the, in the next three weeks, people will vote for who becomes president. And, you know, I know both of us think, yeah, he's not going to he's not going to win. But we thought that at the primaries, we thought that, you know, um, before that, even when he announced it, it's like, oh, he'll be out in no time. Oh, well, he won't win the primary. Definitely wrong about that. Yeah, we were we were both wrong about that. I think if people listen back, they'll we were wrong about a lot of things. We kind of brushed him <laughs> aside, but um, yeah, I, I think there's enough going against him that he there's no way he will win. And when he loses, I don't think the uprising he promises will be there as well because I think the minority that's left supporting Trump, sure, it can fill a, a, a soccer field or a sorry, a bad example, a hockey arena for a rally on a Tuesday night, but I don't think there's enough people there. It doesn't matter. It's about math. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't have the support. No. No. Like, it, it just, he may have had he not, but there are states in there that he just needs to win. Like, he's not even close. Right. Like, like, like Philadelphia, for example. Like, I forget what the last poll was. But it, the, the point is, he has to win a lot of battleground states, and he's not. Right. Like, or at least enough of them. Like, and that's the other part of this too. That's kind of sucks. Is just that, like, you know, states that are you well, how to put this? These things are normally put into kind of like which state? Who needs which state? Because they're they have a tendency to swing, like one way, one direction, or another. And some states, man, that were normally considered to be kind of locks, are mm-hmm. just not as locked as they once were yeah like texas for example like it is actually a little bit shocking how close like he trump is winning in texas right but not by nearly as much as he normally would (laughs) so yeah just it just interesting it's it's not only that it's interesting to see people who are hardcore republicans saying you know what I may have said this before that I'm not voting for Hillary, but this has gotten so bad that I would rather have four years of Hillary to allow my party to um, fix this, you know, because mm-hmm. Trump's gone. Like Trump loses. He's not coming back. Like, I doubt it. They will. They, when he leaves, they will bar the door and nail it shut and then build a new one that he won't fit through. You know, we'll have a smaller candidate. Well, named, named I don't, that's the thing is like if he wanted to, I think he could. It, oh, but that's, so? to me, that's not to me that's not the question i don't think he wants to and no. by the way when he loses it will be everybody's fault but his oh i can't wait for that speech the concession speech i will stay <laughs> up until whatever god or the the west coast ends their polls and we get the concession speech i want to watch that live because there's going to be some live censoring that needs to happen i mean i was worried in the debate that he was going to like do something because that's live right and I wouldn't uh, put it past it's him. Almost, it's almost live. Almost right? live? Oh, okay. Well, what they'll do is they'll they delay it like by so many seconds, like 10 seconds or whatever it is, oh. just to make sure that nothing horrible happens. I could just see him <laughs> doing yes, something. He would totally you – are, you are correct. He definitely – now, the, 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 the monitors have missed stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's hoping. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh, there's one more debate. It's the 19th, so Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, 19th. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's next week. Oh, man. Yeah. 
So what We've happens? Had, like they have one more debate and then they just get to free for all it for two weeks? Like I don't. I honestly don't know. Weird. I think so. Well, um, let's not talk more about Trump. I think that's. Nope, I'm done. That's enough. Yeah, we're done that's with Trump. As much as I need. Let's talk about clowns, creepy clowns. Uh, have you heard about this that's phenomenon of people dressing up as creepy clowns? Like, like recently. So there's this worldwide. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, so there's this worldwide phenomenon that's spreading across North America where people are dressing up as creepy clowns, going out at night, and trying to scare people. Uh, some are just sort of walking down and, and chasing people. Uh, some have weapons. Some are, like, cornering cars and jumping on them. And I, and I haven't seen them personally. But, okay. but someone has shown me footage of three creepy clowns stopping a car just downtown here in Peterborough. And... Uh, I gotta say, this. I have not witnessed it, but I've seen the video of it. And the oh. issue is that okay, so the kids these days, right? They're using the Snapchat, oh, and and you're already becoming the the, the dad. Yeah. But seriously though, the, on Snapchat, <laughs> they the video only exists for a certain amount of time, right? So when I go to search creepy clowns in Peterborough, nothing comes up. But I do remember. Um, my sister-in-law showing me this video and it was because it was on Snapchat that she was able to show me, but she, I can't pull it up because it doesn't exist anymore. So um, anyways, the, the phenomenon is sort of, is sort of odd and happening kind of spreading pretty quickly. And no one knows, no one knows what it is, but according to some news reports, this is not a new phenomenon. It's just sort of popped up. Like it's, uh, mob mentality where someone does something by dressing up as a clown gets a new story because i remember it was maybe a couple months ago there was like creepy clown found in some some american state and then it kind of ballooned from there but the video clip that uh, global news has uh is is interesting and kind of explains a little bit more about it and what's going on so if you let's roll that clip you want to roll it yeah let's roll it roll the clip this is no way me stalling okay you know it's great. The epidemic has been spreading across the U.S. Did she literally just say this was an epidemic? Yeah, it's an epidemic. And Canada. Know? And now the creepy clown craze appears to have crossed the Atlantic. Police officers in the U.K. are investigating several reports of people dressed up like clowns, sometimes carrying weapons while chasing people. As Mike Drillet explains, police say these creepy clown sightings are no laughing matter pretty funny it's pretty funny uh but uh if we want to pause we'll pause it there but basically i don't really understand what it is and here locally the police have responded um for to comment saying that this is very serious and they will keep they will take it seriously but there's what go ahead i'm not not denying the seriousness of it if these people are in fact assaulting people or like stalking them whatever I yeah. don't think that's what this is. Like, I imagine there are some cases where that's true. Like, if they have, obviously, if they have a weapon and they're chasing somebody, that's cause for alarm. Mm-hmm. Not downplaying that. I, but I am saying that I think the majority of these things is just somebody trying to screw around and being dumb. Oh, now, granted, you're, they're going to get in serious trouble for it, but mm-hmm. it's not like clowns are on the murder spree. No, <laughs> like, and it's worst nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, it's everybody's worst nightmare, really. Uh, it's definitely not like a, a worldwide epidemic, as uh, the news loves to. It's been a slow news day. What, what can we call an epidemic today? Well, we've <laughs> talked enough about Trump. Let's talk about these creepy clowns. And 
There, there are, there has been reports of these clowns having weapons, and there's video out there if you look it up, creepy clowns sort of thing. There's video of the clowns sort of seeing someone and chasing people, and they have it on video. And it, and it really, Paul, what it is is just someone you know trying to be funny. They're just, it's a hoax. They're trying to be yeah, funny. I don't, I don't get it. Like, no, I, I, don't, I don't either because I it's for this. I just like. You're, you're, this is a bad idea. You're going to get in trouble for doing this, but it's not. I, they aren't really hurting anybody, from what I am understanding here. They're not physically hurting anybody, but like <laughs> no one wants to go outside and be chased no, by a clown. Of no, uh, nobody. That is correct. I, I include myself in that category. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, there's been some rumors that oh, is this like a uh, like a, a marketing campaign for the new It film? Like if the It film was coming out this Halloween, they wouldn't even need a marketing budget. They'd just be like, yeah, that's us go see our movie it's gonna scare scary yeah exactly like honestly if i were them i'd be looking at a way to well i don't think there's been any major injuries but there has been some injuries um but the way the police have talked they they wanted to remind the public here locally that criminal charges can be applied and and in that uh, video that we were playing they do go on to say they have a police chief on there who says these people who were captured or captured who were caught uh you know doing this clown thing have been have serious charges and they didn't have a police record before that and now they have to live with that for the rest of their lives because they dressed up as a clown and chase people uh Mm -hmm. but such charges can include disturbing the peace public mischief trespassing enticing slash luring a child uttering threats criminal harassment assault and assault with a weapon uh man can't people just wait till halloween like honestly if you just wait till halloween it doesn't it's not any of those you could dress up as a creepy clown and just walk the streets and be semi-normal. I wouldn't say completely normal, I but mean, normal. <laughs> sure. Normal-ish, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like people do that. Like on Halloween, you know, they like they sure. leave, they leave yeah. the candy dish out and they say, "Oh, we're not here. Please take one." But it's actually you holding the candy dish, and you're meant to look like a a, a fake scarecrow of some kind. And you go boo, and they go ah, and they run. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so how do you feel about clowns? The, are, are clowns less creepy or more creepy now? You know, quick story. Sure. You know how in the movie theaters sometimes back in the day they used to, back in the day when people used to go to the movies, and back in the day when you have these little clips of things like to try to keep people entertained before while waiting for the film to start. Yeah, and yeah. You'd have all these random like either trivia questions or quotes or whatever. There was one time where they were doing those things and they were, you know, showing up, they were showing a bunch of, um, like trivia, like questions. And one of them randomly just said, clap, if you, uh, clap, if you're afraid of clowns and my brother stood up and started clapping. <laughs> wow. He just and claps. That, uh, yeah, no, he was like, yes, that's me. I, I am deathly afraid of clowns. <laughs> and he, i mean yes like all this is from it right like mm-hmm. i mean is there anything else to talk about other than it well like, just, it, it's him curry man he's creepy but if you watch that film it's uh-huh. not like it's not as creepy as it was when you probably watched it for the first time as a kid no, of like course it, not. it's aged very poorly i don't i honestly i don't see the appeal of clowns in either way no, like, I agree. Like, yes, they're creepy. They can be certainly creepy. They're creepy. I find them creepy for different reasons. 
like I find them creepy because like they're acting very odd in front of children. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why I find them creepy. I don't understand what the appeal is like at all. Does anybody enjoy clowns? That's what I'm asking. Well, any the answer after that is I was at uh, Ashley's nanny's and she knows someone who dresses up as a clown part time and they had a picture him and his clown makeup and and her and I saw the picture and it's like oh my god clown clowns are so creepy like that clown especially like that makeup super creepy and she got really offended she's like he's the sweetest clown you'd ever meet how could you say that about him and I'm like he's creepy like his makeup was all smudged and not put on very well and the nose was like crooked. So you're telling me your wife is a clown defender no no no, not my wife my wife's uh, grandmother oh your grand oh I maybe see. it's an old school thing like clowns this... used to be cool i uh, god really maybe i don't know people of old yeah clowns <laughs> you know when clowns didn't kill people or turn into alien spiders yes spoiler right. alert uh yeah turn into an alien spider Oh, he was always an, an alien spider. Uh, no, he was like a henchman for the alien spider. Oh, really? I yeah. need to watch that. So wait, what is, happens to him then? I don't remember. It's like he, the kids start using their, with the power of their imagination, they like use their inhalers and have silver slingshots. It's, it's, it's a thing. So he is just a clown that kills people, but there's well, also he's a, definitely he's he is definitely a bad guy, and he has done horrible things. But he is a henchman for the spider, I think. The spider is an alien. Of course, I have not seen this movie in twenty years. So I thought he give, was a spider alien. <laughs> well, I definitely remember the spider alien. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I remember that. So maybe we'll find out. Tune in to uh, it, the remake next se- next year, sponsoring. Sleeping with the Elephant, and every creepy clown that walks the streets. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for being on the show. This has been a fantastic uh, reunion of sorts to to discuss Trump and the Canadian healthcare system uh, <laughs> and clowns. Not that we talk a lot about clowns. Um, but, yeah, thanks again for, for being on the show. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to have you back maybe once there's less Trump in the air. Or for one last hurrah of Trump, maybe? I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's. I'm going to feel better after this election is over. I think everybody is going to just kind of breathe out very this deep sigh of relief. Well, it'll be interesting to go back to what we used to talk about on this show, which was not elections. And I forget what yeah, that's, that's like. Good, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> What do you talk about? Oh, okay. No, I can't do that. I can't go there right now. We'll find out in December when it'll mostly just be war on Christmas stories. We'll get oh, there. Don't I'm worry. That. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, the good old December basically wrote itself, the show notes. It was interesting. Uh, but uh, thank you once again. Let the fine listeners know where they can find you once more. Uh, I'm P. Swickard on Twitter, and I generally tweet out all the videos that we put out. But yeah youtube slash an hour of sleep awesome well check that out everybody subscribe check out those videos like comment uh what else do the youtubers say like comment and subscribe i hate when they say that you kind of have to say that but you i hate it when it's it's you have to it's part it's a necessary evil uh check that out everybody uh i wanted to give a quick plug to extra life uh it's that time of year again uh we're going to be doing our charity stream october 29th streamed for 24 hours 
at twitch.tv slash amovetv. It's a charity in support of Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the world. I specifically will be playing for Sick Kids Foundation out of Toronto. You can go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2016 to donate or go, uh, and I'm biased, go directly to my profile extra-life.org slash participant slash Ryan Murphy. There will be links in the show notes. Check it out. Uh, Donate if you can. If you can't, share the link, spread the word. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's all in the name of helping uh, kids around the world. And what better way to sort of give back to the world after listening to uh, all this Trump talk. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you, Paul. Uh, thank you, listeners. You can email the show, info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for hosting our show, if you've heard it there. Uh, send feedback and reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever floats your boat. You can find me on Twitter, at rmurphy, and as Paul said, at pswickard for his stuff. Thanks again for listening. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, listeners. Have a fantastic month, and good luck, America, with your impending doom. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye, everyone. Bye.